Hello and welcome to Delilah's Spiritual Spot. I am Delilah Rose coming with a, um, I don't know what I'm going to call this. I, I think I want to call this my experience or one of the experiences I had that really turned on my um, abilities. So a little about me, I... I'm almost 50 years old. Um, I'm Puerto Rican from New York. Um, I come from a very troubled background. Uh, my father was unfortunately um, on drugs and abusive, and he died when I was 12, and my mother died when I was 24. Um, so, uh, the first experience I had, which I am allowed to discuss, is um, I had, um, I guess you would call it a lucid dream in today's terms. Um, in my time, we would call it like a visitation. And so I was visited by um, my great, great, great grandmother. Um, who was an African woman. I didn't realize it at the time because I think I was like maybe 14 or 15 years old. Um, and I had a dream with her and she came to me and she was speaking a very um, different language. Like I knew it wasn't English, I knew it wasn't Spanish. Um, at the time I described her um, as Haitian, right? In speaking Creole French. Um, but because I didn't have any frame of reference at that time. Um, so even though my family, um, my mother and her mother and that maternal line practice um, this particular religion, uh, it wasn't necessarily passed to me. Like we saw things that my grandmother did and when people would visit her and some certain rituals. Um, but I was very young at the time. So my grandmother died when I was five years old. So this is like me remembering things um, from that time. So, and my mother, uh, because of the things she went through with my father and you know, we ended up being in a women's shelter and stuff. Um, I think her spirituality took a back burner. Even though she would go to her parties and she had her scenes in the house, she wasn't really paying it forward. She knew, I think out of all her kids, I think I probably had one of the biggest interests um, in this, but she really didn't guide me in it. So we grew up Catholic in the Catholic religion. My mother um, grew up with this religion, also she was Pentecostal. I know a lot of people are like, how can that be? But uh, this happens in uh, Caribbean culture because at the time we used to have to hide one religion behind another. Another misconception of people who practice this that they don't believe in God, that is not the truth. We all believe in God. My mother believes in God, my grandmother believes in God. Um, it's interesting that Catholics make that accusation, but yet they go and pray to saints and light candles for saints. Um, it's pretty much 
is uh, something very similar to that, right? Not all the way similar, but you know, it's the concept is the same. Um, so anyway, so I'm like 14, maybe 15, could be younger. It's a little hazy for me at that time, and I have this very spiritual dream where my great 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 grandmother comes to see me in my dream and she's telling me to get up right because I'm on the couch I'm playing with this doll this doll is uh, uh, African doll and she's dressed in blue and white and she's telling me that I need to get up and I need to take my place in the circle and she hands me um, a candle and she her candles lit and she lights my candle um, she does this prayer or incantation um, and then later on, this man comes in dressed in, in the same colors as my doll, and he is smoking a cigar, and he takes this big pull of the cigar, and literally, I somehow end up laying down, right? Because I am beneath them, so I light the candle, but then I end up like either on my knees or just beneath these people, um, and he blows the smoke in my mouth. And then when I inhale that smoke is when I wake up choking. Um, and then that was the spark, right? So my gifts, I always had them. Every, my siblings kind of, can, not kind of, they, we all can read people very well. We're all into the vibes, right? We all know when the vibes are off and we don't like somebody. And like we're very in tune with that. Um, but that's when my gifts really woke up. Um, but again, I didn't know where to go with it. Um, my mother was going through her difficulties. Um, I want to preface, preface this with saying that I love my mother. She made a lot of sacrifices for her children. She suffered greatly. Um, and she also died when I was 24. She was 57 years old. Um, I was there when she had her stroke and she fell into my arms um so life was difficult right and with her struggling with her children and trying to figure out her own life and trying to work out her abuses out uh my spirituality wasn't on the forefront um and I do harbor a couple of, a, a few resentments to that, especially because when I went through this spiritual awakening, I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know where to go with this. I didn't know what I was doing. That dream that I had is a recurring dream. So I had that dream. I haven't, I haven't had it in a while, but I've had that dream in a recurring fashion um, before I fully started to start doing readings again and really focusing on my spiritual life so like I dived into Catholicism so I was going to classes I was late doing my communion I wanted to do my communion um, I was taking private lessons from Sister Genevieve I will never forget her she was old 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 uh, Irish nun but what a heart of gold you know and I loved her um, so it was time for me to do my communion um my mother said I couldn't do it because she she couldn't afford it 
whatever reason she gave, um, I could not do my communion at that time. It really broke my heart. It really did break my heart. And so I struggle with that a little bit because I kind of feel that whatever she was going through spiritually um, had a, it, it like bled into me and I guess her not wanting me to be, it was very strange. I still, I'm trying to still work that out, but this is definitely uh, how I was feeling. I was very, my light was still lit. You see that? I still was in my power, but I was guarded. I put myself behind a fence and I stayed there for a very long time, but still yearning um, to figure out that dream and who I was. And so I'm much like this page of wands and I am like, I am going to know who I am, right? Because I'm not getting it from her. I'm gonna, and my grandmother had long passed. I'm gonna figure out who I am. So I get this book. I get this book and it is called The Santeria Experience, A Journey into the Miraculous uh, by McGean Gonzalez Whippler. This is not the original book, but it's something I later purchased because I always want to have it. And I feel like this woman was talking to me. She's a Puerto Rican author. Um, and so she gives a very simplified explanation of the Yoruba people, the Orishas, you know, and certain things that she experienced growing up in getting baptized in the religion. Now, I have never been baptized in the religion. I am not a practitioner. Um, but it is something that is my birthright. And it's something that I just understand without knowing how I understand it. It is just in me. And I've had other experiences and dreams and uh, some Orishas talking to me and um, showing me things um, and really helping me get on my journey and I know it's them but this is a religion um, that you cannot dabble in what's the saying you're in for a penny you're in for a pound and I know right for myself that this that although it's my birthright and I am totally guided I am guided by God and I'm a true believer in God I'm also guided by these Orishas, right? Um, and I think that's, I think this is how God uses them to guide me. I, I, I you know, I'm, I, I don't have it all figured out. I have my own little spiritual thing that I do that works for me, works well for me. Um, I'm in touch with my spirit guide, that woman that African woman is one of my guides and I figured out later who she was. So she was speaking an African, she was speaking a Yoruba language. Um, some of the words I'm very familiar with because I remember my grandmother using them. So uh, it's not foreign uh, to me. Was she fluent? Uh, do I know everything? No, I don't. They're just certain words that are not foreign that I understand and I understand when they speak. It's very odd, I cannot explain it. Um, 
but it's something that's in me, right? Uh, and I may never get initiated and take that on. Um, and, you know, if you have that dedication and that drive to do that, uh, you know, and if I, I have friends who are practitioners, if I can point you in the right direction, I will. Um, if you need some guidance, uh, I just know what works for me works for me and I'm happy where I'm at. Right. So and, and that's this is why every spirituality is so individualized. Right. I don't necessarily believe in going to church. I do go to church. It's mostly when nobody's in there so that I can commune with spirit, with God in silence, light my candles and, and be gone. Anything that a reverend, a priest can receive, you can too, because we are all connected. These people are human, just like we are. And so even though religion is down, spirituality is up because we are finding that we can, um, we can communicate with God, with our spirit guides, without intercession, without a third party uh, needing to do it for us. And I'm happy in that space. And that's what works for me. Why am I telling you this story? Because it may help you. There's people who are confused. There's people who grew up indoctrinated in religion and, you know, they feel like they're doing something wrong. Um, I'm not doing anything evil. I'm understanding my ancestry. I'm understanding who I am. I'm understanding my gifts. And I know that comes from the higher power. And that's what makes sense for me. Now, if you're interested in this book, I really love this book. I really love this author. And so I suggest this book for people who are novices and just trying to figure out um, and just trying to figure out who they are, right? Especially for people who are part of the African um, diaspora um, or diaspora, however you want to pronounce that word. Um, this is a very important piece to our energy, our life force. We come from this. Uh, we come from other things too. I am a student of history and religion. I've taken all those DNA tests um, because a lot of different things make a lot of sense to me, right? Uh, so I am Puerto Rican, but I am part Asian. I am part Native American. I am part African. I have Spanish. I have Portuguese. I have Levantine. I have Coptic, Egyptian, uh, Moroccan, uh, <laughs> uh, South African, East African, uh, I think the only thing that is not a part of my DNA is maybe some Polynesian and Australian, but pretty much my DNA runs the gambit. And this is why a lot of different things speak to me and I don't want to ignore all of it. I want it all to be inclusive because that's what makes me me. That's what's part of my makeup. And so I encourage all of you to go on your own journey and to be inclusive right? Because the human race needs to be inclusive. 
because we are all connected. This is all a community, a community of humans who inhabit this earth. Uh, so be broad. Listen to different ideas. Some of it may make sense for you, and you can incorporate that. Leave behind what doesn't serve you. Um, but for me, this book made me understand a part of me that I didn't get uh, from my own people because they died when I was young. And, you know, even at 24, my mother died. Um, and I couldn't get this from her because she was going through her own spiritual battle because of her own experiences on, on this plane. And so I took matters into my own hand and I started looking. Um, so be curious and read, but also protect yourself. You don't want to invite things in um, We don't want to invite things in that we're not ready for. So although I read to this, I don't have a traditional, you know, altar. I don't, because I don't want to just invite things in just to not, again, this is not a dabbling experience. If you want to learn about it, if it, if it makes sense to you, you, do, you should. I also have several books on Lumeria, uh, <laughs> Atlantis, you know, uh, I also have a Bible, of course. Uh, I have Buddhist books. I have books on, I have a Quran. I just, I am a student of it all. Um, and I'm a student of it all and I don't practice it all. I pray every morning to God and I pray every evening to God and I light my candles and send my prayers up. Um, and that's what works for me. I have my crystals. I align my chakras, I burn my sage, um, and that's pretty much, I read my tarot cards, um, but that's pretty much what I do. I meditate, uh, so whatever you want to call that, that's me. What are you? Who are you? When was your awakening? Are you going through it? Because we go through several. Um, I just want to hear from you. I want to... I want to talk to people. I want to learn. Uh, if you have any questions, you can go to my website, DelilahSpiritualSpot.com. Hit contact me and you can send me an email. I am very responsive. I will respond to you. So anyway, that's just me babbling and letting you know uh, about me and giving you a glimpse into my life. You can see how I draw the tarot and every step of the way my tarot guides me. I'm going to give myself a closing card. <laughs> And let's see what comes out. Yes. You see this five of pentacles here? This is loss. And this is what I've dealt with um, in my life. Unfortunately, a lot of loss. And I'm still dealing with the pain of that loss. You can hear it when I discuss my parents. It had a profound effect on me. Um, as it should. Those were my parents. Those were my pillars. Um, and I had to go most of my life without it and figure it out. Um, but if you have any questions, again, reach out to me. I'm Delilah Rose, and this is Delilah Spiritual Spot. <laughs>